Hey y'all, Larry Renee here, Motivational Blogger with Sharing Pink Promotions. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, this is, as you can see by the title, this is a story time. And I thought that you guys, and I want you guys to kind of give me some feedback and let me know if you like the story time deal because I thought that would be something good to add every now and then I won't do it every episode but I thought every now and then it would be kind of good to throw in like you know some real life stuff that you guys can hear and that you guys can relate to I always give you my honest opinions and thoughts and a lot of things that I talk about I base them off of things that I've gone through um things that other people that I know have gone through just you know experience with things and so I thought that you know telling you know something that I've actually gone through would be a good thing to communicate with you guys so I want to share with you guys and I'm going to share this for free there's no there's not even a charge for this (laughs) y'all I am going to share with you guys the secret to home ownership one of this this secret that I have this is one of the biggest things that people forget about when they are purchasing a home and I'm going to share that with you at the end of this podcast and you guys so you have to stay tuned listen through kind of ride with me on this and I'm going to share that with you guys at the end of this podcast because this is this is a big one this is a big secret All right, so um, I've been in my home now for about a year, a little over a year, year and a few months. Um, Back in September is when I closed on my very first home. And you guys, buying a home was very important to me. Buying a home, um, I'm a single mother, as you know, and I'm raising a teenage son. Buying a home for us was something that was very important to me. It was something that I felt like I had to do and I had to do it on my own. It wasn't something that I was trying to accomplish with a boyfriend or whenever my husband came around. No, this was something that Larray needed to accomplish on her own. And so when I got serious about it and I said, okay, this, you know, this, I'm going to start this process. This had to have been... I guess now about maybe six to seven years ago when I actually started the process. And I mean, when I actually said, okay, I know that I want to buy a house one day. Where do I start? And I gave myself a goal. So I've been um, before I got into my house, I had two apartments um, on my own with my son. Um, The first apartment that I had, it was a two-bedroom, one-bath apartment. Um, And then after that apartment, I had a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath townhouse apartment. And it was when I got to that apartment that I decided I wanted to start the journey, start the process, whatever you want to call it, of buying a home. So... I began to ask questions. I began to do research. I know we go to Google for everything. Um, I talked to my father in Texas because he um, was a realtor at the time. And so, you know, I was just trying to start gathering up information about what I wanted to do or what I needed to do to start this process. And I gave myself a goal. I gave myself a goal and a timeline. I said, 
you know, when I got to this second apartment, my son was just getting ready to start middle school. So I said, if not before, I want to be able to be in a house by the time he started high school. Because I knew where I wanted him to go to high school. I knew, like, I just, I had everything in my mind the way that I wanted it to be. I knew what side of town I wanted to be on. I just, I knew. So I gave myself that timeline. So that gave me three years. And, you know, I was fine with doing it before. But I gave myself three years because I wanted him to start the high school that I really wanted him to get in. Be in the school district that I wanted him to be in. And... And I thought that that was more important when he began his high school years. So at the time that I started, I, I, I as we as many people know, most people know you have to have credit. OK, you got to have credit before you can do anything else. And at that time, I honestly, guys, didn't have credit. It wasn't that I had bad credit. It was that I didn't have credit. I just didn't have anything really established, really, you know, reporting for me. And so after doing some research, I figured out that, you know, the best thing to do or one of the quickest ways to begin to boost your credit was to get a couple of credit cards. So that's what I did. I got a Capital One card. I got a Credit One card. Um, I started off small and I just used those cards and continued to pay on it. Now, that's something, tip one in this story time. Get you some credit and make sure you take care of it. That is something that's important. If you don't know, now you do. Um, but yeah, I got the credit cards. I started using those, started building up some, um, some credit. When I got to the point where I saw that I had a significant change in my credit score, I decided to reach out to a realtor. So I reached out to this female, um, and I can't remember her name at the time, not that that's really very important, but I reached out to her, told her what I was trying to do, and she pointed me in the direction of a couple of lenders. So. I went through the process of applying for these, um, you know, for the mortgage loan and I got a, the first realtor or excuse me, the first lender that I got in connection with, I was, um, speaking with this lender and they basically told me, um, at the time that I'm going to have to, in order for me to move forward, Basically, I would have had to clean out my entire savings account to, to, to be able to move forward and be prepared. I have I would have had to clean out everything that I had saved up at that point. And I wasn't very comfortable with that. So I went, I talked to the realtor, I let her know what was going on. And she was just kind of like, no, you know, no, you're a single mom. You shouldn't have to clear out everything that you have in order to start this process. So I'm going to point you in the direction of someone else. And I liked that about her because I could tell then that it wasn't just, you know, about trying to get a sale. She definitely was looking out for me. Um, and so she pointed me in the direction of another lender and I went and I, I called this guy and I talked to him and I started the process and I applied and, and I got a, a pre-approval. I did. And um, it just at the time didn't really seem like I felt like 
everything started to move fast at that point and I wanted to slow down a bit so because it just didn't sit right with me that was that I think that intuition that we get and that's something that ladies we have to to listen to sometimes listen to your gut feeling it wasn't right for me to move on it at that time so I said you know what I told him I said I'm gonna stop this process because it I just I don't think that I'm ready I don't think that I'm ready. And at the time, I felt like I wanted to have more income. I wanted to have more income than what I was making. Um, So I decided to just hold off. I put that process on the back burner and continued um, going to school. I was at the time finishing up my college years and getting my degree and I was finishing all that up so I decided to put you know the home ownership thing on the back burner for now and um just moving forward I you know finished up school got my degree was still working and then I came back around to the point where I said all right I'm ready to start this process and I reached out to the same realtor again and she let me know that she had moved out of the state she wasn't doing that really too much anymore but she gave me a recommendation so she inter- she she recommended another realtor and I reached out to this guy and I um we got in connection and we started the process And what I did was I went back to the same lender because I knew that, you know, he had already approved me before. So I just wanted to go somewhere that I was familiar with. So I went back to him, started the process again. He basically was like, all right, you're going to need to do A, B and C and then we can move forward. And um, what happened at this point was... I, um, we began to look at homes and I found this one house that I thought, you know, was a possibility. So, um, but I wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure about it. It wasn't my dream house. I wasn't totally, totally excited about it when I saw it, but I thought that it was a possibility because it was where I wanted it to be. It was within the price range that I wanted it to be. So I thought, mm. Well, during this process, I was, um, you know, kind of going back and forth in my mind about this house to now this is where it gets, it can get long winded and I'm going to try to just make this little part here very short. I got in connection with this lender and the, and here's the thing, here's a fun fact. If you don't know this about me, um, I actually work in the mortgage industry right now so at this time I um I also had found a new job and that's how I I got into the mortgage industry and so um I was working this job and I was still working the other job that I had had for the past over like 10 11 years I had been there forever so I was working two jobs I was determined okay I need more income I need to make this happen so I was working two jobs trying to get things done and we came across this house 
And in this process, what I realize now, because I'm a little bit more familiar with the process and some of the verbiage and things like that, I realized that the communication was off. I realized that they weren't explaining things to me the way that they should have. They could have done a better job at that. And basically, um, I got put into a position where I started this process with this house so that I can move forward is what I thought, but I thought that, you know, I would be able to change. Um, I just needed to start. I wasn't fully educated. So tip number two, become educated with the process. Talk to someone, get in connection with someone that can explain things thoroughly to you that will, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Do, you know, whatever it is that you need to know that you're not sure about, ask questions. So anyways, things weren't being explained to me the way that I needed them to be explained and the communication was off. And from what myself and from what the realtor thought, I thought that because, you know, I hadn't been signing any disclosures or anything like that. At this point, I just thought that we just needed to move forward um, because of like a deadline. And this was at the point, this was where, this was just before things had um, changed with the law with um, student loan, student loan debt and how that kind of calculated into home loans and things. This was right at that point. And so I was on a deadline. It was like, all right, we need to get you locked in. And I thought that I just needed to get locked in, but I thought that I didn't have to settle on this property. Well, I did have to settle on this property and there was no turning back. And if I changed it and started all over, um, I was going to not be able to qualify due to the change in the student loan debt to, to income ratio guidelines that they had. So it was like, all right, what do you do? Do you move forward or do you just stop? And if you stop, then this is just not going to work. So it was like, you either take this house or you're back to square one. You guys, I'm a single mom. I got a son. I'm in this apartment. I'm ready to move. I want to get a house. I began to make this house become my dream house. I began to make myself try to love this house. I started figuring out things that I could do to make it better. I decided, oh, you know, well, I could just do this. I'm the type of person I will adapt to my environment if need be. That is what I began to do because I just wanted to buy a home. That's all I wanted to do. So I decided to move forward with this home. So, I mean, I am literally knee deep in the process. I'm talking about, I'm putting earnest money up. I've paid for inspections. I've paid for an appraisal. I'm signing things. I'm getting things going. And my birthday weekend comes around and I'm at work and I've got this call from the lender. And he said, Lorraine, he's like, I really don't have the best of news to give you. And I really don't know how to tell you other than to tell you that this deal is not going to work. And I literally just, my stomach got in a knot and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's not going to work. He's like, in all of my years working, I've never seen a mistake like this. I don't know how my team dropped the ball like this. I don't know what happened, but we didn't get your file locked in. We didn't get your case number locked in um, in time. And so we're actually behind the deadline that we told you we were trying to, to beat. And so therefore we have to count your student loans at 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 you know 
the 1% and that's just, that's going to throw everything off. We can't get you qualified for this house. He said, but that was a mistake on our part and we're going to fully reimburse you for everything that you've paid for. We're going to refund your, um, your appraisal and pay for the inspections, everything that you put into it, just send it to us. We're going to take care of it. And I'm just like, wow. And that was my birthday weekend. Y'all it was like, that was my birthday weekend. So I was like, oh my gosh. All right. So I just decided to, and I was at work when I got this call and you know, when you're at work, you try to, you, you don't want people to see you, you know, upset. And I had to hold back the tears, y'all. I went in the bathroom and I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And I think I did. I think I did anyway. I shed a couple of tears, but I, you know, got through my day. I went home and I said, I'm just going to try to make the best of this. It's my birthday weekend. So I went out, I hung out with friends and family and, you know, put a little liquid bandaid on it. And then that was that. And at that point I said, all right, I'm just going to stop this process right now because, you know, it was depressing. It, it was really, it was depressing. And I had a friend at the time and he knew exactly what was going on. I was, he knew about the process, you know, I, I, to, I told a few people about what I was doing, but he knew everything that was going on with the process. And this was my birthday. And I remember that he sent me something to, um, he, he sent a, a delivery and the card said, um, something to the effect of happy birthday and, um, cheer up or something like that. And maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Well, and he, obviously he was referring to that and, um, and oh, the, the funny thing about that was at the time, I wasn't quite sure who sent it to me because it didn't have a name on it, but it said maybe it was a blessing in disguise. And that's how I knew that it was this person that sent it to me because I knew that, that, that they were talking about the house and that, that stuck with me because you never know how things are moving and shifting, you know, in ways that you can't see. And so maybe it was a blessing in disguise. I had to keep that in my mind and use that as a way to just kind of get over it because it was very depressing. You guys, it's like you have something in your hand and someone just takes it away and you can't even fight to keep it. It's just taken away from you. And that was very depressing for me. I felt like I let myself down. I felt like I let my son down. You know, I was so excited about it. And the few people that I did tell, they were excited about it. And it was like, no, it's not even going to happen. So that was bothering me, but I had to move past that. So fast forward to me trying to start the process again. Um, I decided I'm going to start fresh. Um, I had a couple other issues with the realtor that I had. So I said, I'm like, I'm going to find a new realtor, which I did. I found me an awesome realtor. Um, I, I went to a new lender, definitely didn't go back to that lender that, you know, I had that experience with. And I actually decided to use, um, the company that I was working for. Um, I just, I had, you know, I wanted to keep business and work or excuse me, business and personal separate, but I decided that because I got a little bit more, um, background about the, the company that I work for, I wanted to try to work with them. And so I started this process again and I had a new realtor and I looked at a couple of houses and nothing seemed to be what I wanted until we got to another house. 
got to this house and I said, you know, it was a cute little house. It was a cute house. Um, there were features about it that I absolutely loved. There was things about the house that, came, you know, it came with a hot tub and, um, it had a nice little deck and the kitchen I thought was really cute. It was little things about it that I really, really did like. And there were other things about it that I knew that I was going to want to change. Um, and so I went forward with that. I said, yep, this is the house that I want to get. I'm going to start the process. I'm going to apply. And this is what I did. So I applied and um, it was very, a very... Um, complex like it was like we we can get you approved but then we need to do this that and the third in order to make sure that you get approved so it was things that I had to do with my student loans I had to work that it was a lot of little things that I had to go through in order to make it work Um, but time was going by and they were still unable to make it work and what I did um, at this point I was just kind of just like hoping and praying I was praying hard you know I was like I I gotta I gotta make this work somehow it's going to work I know it's gonna work and my realtor she came to me and she was just like you know have you heard anything she's like I've been calling I'm not really getting anything they're saying this that and the third she's like and I have a client he kind of wants to see the house that you know you're interested in and I know that you're interested in and I know that you're ready to try to start you know the paperwork on it but I know that he wants to see it as well and I said you know what do your job I understand he wants to see it show him the house there's nothing that I can do if I can't move forward I can't move forward right so she um actually ended up taking this other client to this house that I wanted and she let me know that he decided to move on and put you know put an offer in on the house he was ready to move forward and I said all right well you know it is what it is so in the midst of all of this still not being able to move forward I had even gone so far as to go to another lender and try to start the process and she really couldn't make it work either so in the process of you know while all of this is going on with this house that I wanted my realtor she ended up letting me know that he you know he put a contract in on the house and he got inspections and she said you know what she said I know that you were really interested in that house she said but I just wanted to let you know she said God will move in ways she said he ended up pulling the contract on that because after he got his inspections done they it was discovered that this house was infested it was infested pest infested and um you would have never known that just by you know going And, you know, doing the walkthrough, you would have never known that. There was nothing that that our naked eyes saw that led us to, 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 you know, to be able to tell that the house was infested. So if I had moved on this house, I would have been in an infested house. So she was like, just be glad that, you know, and you didn't have to, I didn't put any money into it. I didn't pay for inspections. This person paid for inspections. And, you know, that was just that. it is what it is you pay for inspections and that's that so that house done done that house was done and um all right well what can I do so going forward 
Um, they're working on my file and they're like, well, basically what's going to have to happen is in order um, for you to move forward. No, let me back up because I skipped a part. I ended up at some point seeing this third house. You guys, when I got to when I got into this third house, I saw myself in this house. Have you ever have you guys ever heard that they say when you start picturing your stuff in there and start figuring out things that you're going to do, that's how you know it's it's your house. Well, I I got to this third house and I fell in love with it. I said, "This is this is the house. This is what I need." The setup of it, the layout, everything, the the deck was perfect. It was what I wanted and I started picturing my things in there and picturing how I was going to paint this and do that and so I ended up um, somehow shifting into this and basically what they were telling me was that um, at first everything was good they were like yeah you're good to go you're good to go Um, and then so I started the contract I got the contract signed. I started, you know, I put the money down that I needed to put down and I started moving forward and then I came to a halt. And it was like, well, you know, for some reason we 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 can't make it work or they were having problems with something behind the scenes and it just it it got to be very stressful. It got to be very stressful because it was like, okay, I don't want these sellers to back out and go a different route. Um, but I'm grateful that they were very patient during this process. So I, you know, was trying and trying. We were really trying to make it work. And ultimately what they ended up telling me was that I was going to have to basically bring like $6,000, $7,000 to the table to buy this house. It went from one extreme to the other. And I never understood how all of that was. It was like, that is out of the question. I wasn't at that time I wasn't prepared to bring 6 $7,000 to the table especially when I knew I didn't know everything but I knew that I didn't necessarily have to do that wasn't I didn't have to bring that much thousands of dollars to the table. So I um I just it, it wasn't it wasn't right and I just I be I be began to get very overwhelmed with this process and I just decided you know like I I gotta I gotta stop this or something something has to happen something has to happen and so I went into a very deep prayer mode and I said God I need you to let me know what to do do you know what what do I do for this house do I just is this house not for me is this house for me I need you to speak to me God and I had my bible in my hand and I said I need you to give me a sign give me confirmation speak to me through your word God let me know what it is that I need to do if if this is not the house for me then just give me confirmation through your word and you guys I'm telling you this is such a true story I opened up my bible to a random page and it ended up being three page 811 and those three numbers are the three exact numbers that are in the house that I was trying to get the address those exact three numbers different order but those same those exact three numbers 811 was in the address of the house that I was trying to get and I was done I was like this is my house that was confirmation right there before I even started reading the scripture. That was what I needed to see. That was my, you know, that was God talking to me, telling me this is the house. You're going to get this house. 
And so I just decided to do things in this process. I talked to other people that I didn't want to talk to because I'm a very private person to a certain extent when it comes to things like that. So I, you know, I'm very, I was very selective about it, but I started talking to people, getting a little bit more information. And what I ended up doing was staying with the same company, but I ended up switching loan officers. So on a Friday, I called this specific loan officer and I told him, and by this time, the policy had changed because, you know, working there, I had to have, I had to go through the corporate route to get it. But all of this time had passed since I had first applied to where the guidelines changed and I was able to have a local loan officer do the loan for me. And so that's what I did. I called him up, someone that I knew that was pretty good, called him up, explained it to him. He said, you know what? I know you're tired of this, but we're going to have to start fresh. We're going to have to get an application in for you. That's what I did. I called him on a Friday. I filled out the application. I sent him the few docs that I knew he was going to need up front. He called me that Monday morning and he said, Loray, I don't know what the problem was, but this is good to go. This is a clean deal. We're good. I'm going to start everything else. I just need you to send me a couple of more things. We're good to go. I should have you closed within the next 30 to 45 days. 60 top, but I doubt that it will take that long. So I was still like, oh, I, I, there was like this relief, but it was still like, okay, I've already been through this process twice before, so I'm not going to let myself get excited about it just yet, but I moved. I did, you know, I sent everything up, got everything going and everything started moving. I got further into the process, got to the point where I had to get inspections done, did that, went to the house again. It started getting more real for me, y'all. It started getting more real. I was like, okay, I okay, I, I see, I see something. I see a little bit. I feel a little bit different. My confidence in this house was going up a little bit more. There was a little bit of, of you know, issues here and there. Nothing major. Things that you just go through when you're in communication with sellers and stuff. Things that you have to work on and you know negotiate with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So those few things were happening, y'all. I was closed on my house probably about 30 days after that and it was so stress-free I mean it was like I said it was the normal stress it was the normal things that you go through um, but I was able to get my behind to a closing table sign papers for my home close on this home and have the keys put in my hand and it was mine and I'm telling you guys that was a day that I will never forget I called my mom the day that I knew that it was real real the day that I knew that I was going to go and sign my papers I called my mom and I told my mom and my mom was like what house because this time y'all I was quiet about it. I didn't tell very many people. I told one person who was helping me. This was a coworker friend, um, someone who I knew was a little bit more familiar with the process. So things that I didn't understand, she, you know, was able to break things down and kind of help me. I, I was, I was getting ready, you know, to sign the papers, y'all. And my mom, she broke down. She broke down because. She was so proud of the fact. And here's a, here's a, here's a good little 
thing my older sister had just gotten her house so my older sister got her house in August and I got mine in September my mom was just completely overwhelmed with joy that her daughters her daughters that she is so proud of are closing on their homes at the same time basically a month apart and she never even knew that I had started this process again she knew you know about the other the first house that was a flop but no one really knew about this I didn't tell friends I didn't tell you know I told I was very selective about who I told when I was doing it this time around so that is something that I want to tell you guys, you know, when you're working on something that you really, really, really want, you don't have to broadcast it to the world. You don't have to update your social media following all the time about it. You don't have to tell all of your friends at first. It's not about them being good friends. It's not about any of that. It's about you working on something for yourself and you wanting to start and finish it. And you want nothing but good energy. You want nothing but good vibes, positive thinking. You want to stay focus so you don't have to put everyone in on everything that you're doing you don't have to let everybody know your every move let them know when you are celebrating and that's what I did I let everybody know after I had signed my papers and you guys that was one of the best days of my life I was so proud of myself to be sitting there going through this because I was working in a in a in a job where I was witnessing other people do this all the time I went to um, a bunch of closings for the clients that we worked with and I was able to see them in their moment and be happy for them but this was my moment you guys so that you know it that was my moment and this was my house and when I think back you guys to the house that I have now today and I think about it in comparison to those other two houses y'all I would I they don't hold a candle to the house that I have now and I and I think about it and I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed because if I would have been in either of those houses I would have at this point been trying to figure out how to get out of those houses whereas now I'm only trying to figure out how to make the house that I'm in even better but I, I wouldn't have been happy in those houses. I wouldn't have been happy in those houses. But see, God has a way of doing things in his timing, but in his way. And you can't rush that. You can't rush it. And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to rush the process. I was trying to settle for houses that I didn't have to settle for. And the thing about it, remember when I told you that that lender told me he had never seen anything happen like that or a mistake like that happen. He's never seen his team drop the ball like that. You want to know why he's never seen that? Because that was my God doing that. That was God saying, this child here is being hard headed. She's moving too fast. She's not, you know, she's not listening. She's, she's not slowing down. I'm trying to tell her to slow down and she's not so I'm gonna have to slow things down for her I'm gonna have to make this process stop so he stopped that process he stopped that process with the first house he stopped that process with the second house it wasn't working because those houses were not for me they were not for me the house that I am in now the house that when I started the process had no issues, no problems with getting approved to get. That was supposed to be my house all along, but it was just it was 
it was when it was time for me to get in there. It was when God was ready for me to go into that house. And you guys know what the timeline that I had, the timeline that I had to have my son start high school in this house. Don't you know, we were only two months into his freshman year when we moved into this house. He only had to stay in the other district for two months. So I met my goal. I got the house that I love. The process was easy breezy. You guys, God will move you when he is ready to move you. Period. There's That's just it. He'll move you when it's time. He stopped things because I wasn't ready and he had to shift and maneuver things around for me in order to make things right. And I I realized from start to finish that he had ordered my steps from the very beginning. He had ordered my steps from when I got the job that I got in. That wasn't even what I went to school for. But I got into that job and I I, I had an awesome interview. I got into it and the job that I got was ultimately the company that put me in my house. You guys, I'm trying to tell you, hear me when I say God moves when he moves. It's his way. He will order your steps. Okay, so everything that happened happened for a reason. So when you guys, you know, ladies, when you're trying to start this process or when you're trying to get into the house that you want to get in, like I said, you know, work on what you need to work on on your end. Ask questions, find good resources. Don't just jump in with the very first person that you meet. If there's something that tells you that something is off about the situation or the person or whatever it is. Find someone that you're going to be comfortable to work with, a realtor that's going to be comfortable with, that you you know, that's going to answer the questions, that is educated about the process, that has the resources, that can point you in the right direction, that's not going to leave you just hanging when things don't go through, that really want to see you get into a home. These are the type of people that you need to be in connection with when it comes to lenders and realtors and things like that. Take your time. And everything is going to work out when it is supposed to. Everything will work out when it is supposed to. I'm I, like I, I look back at how everything happened. And, you know, I, the apartment that I was in, I was I began to become get miserable in that apartment. And so I was just trying to settle for everything because, you know, when we when we're trying so hard to do things and when we want to make something happen, especially like for our kids and, you know, for our, our, our everyday living, we will we will just try to settle for things and we'll try to make things work. And that was what I was trying to do. I was just trying to get my son in a house. And I was just trying to get out of that apartment. I was in. The, the apartment that I had moved in that second apartment, you guys, it was fine when I first moved in the first couple of years. But then it became to me to be the apartment from hell. And I was so ready to get out of it. But I have to also remember that I had to be grateful that I had a roof over my head and that I was able to pay my bills and to keep my apartment, you know, keep shelter for me and my son. That was what was important. But I just wanted more for us. I knew I deserved more. So I told you guys I had a secret that I wanted to share with you. And this is something that you guys, this is is going to, this is the key to you getting a house. If you want to purchase a home, here's the secret. I told you guys I was going to tell you at the end of this podcast. So here's the secret to purchasing a home. 
This is the what people, this is the one of the number one things people forget when they purchase a home. You guys ready for this? You gotta stay patient. You gotta stay patient. That's it. That's the secret. Stay patient. Be patient because anything that is worth having is worth waiting for. And it is it may not always be easy. There may be some ups and some downs in the process, but you don't have to force it. When it's for you, it is not, it does not have to be forced. Remember that when it is for you, it does not have to be forced. So be patient. What you are praying for, what you are waiting for, what you deserve, it is going to come to you. You are going to have it. God will work it out for you. But it is in his timing, sis, and not a minute sooner. Remember that. All right. That's it. That's the secret. That is the secret to purchasing a house. And we forget about that because we just want to get a house. We just want to put our kids in a home. We just want to, we're outgrowing these apartments. We just want to get out of our mama's house or whatever the situation is that you're in that, you know, is making you feel like I'm ready to get into a house. We're just ready to be done with that so that we're ready to, to purchase the house. We get frustrated. We get overwhelmed. We try to settle for things. We forget things. We try to rush. You can't do any of that. You got to be patient. You got to do your work on your end. You got to ask questions. You got to do the research, but you got to be patient and realize that home ownership is a process. It is a process. It may take some time. It is well worth it. It is well worth it. All right. So that is my story time. That is my testimony. It will happen for you. If you're listening to this and you want some resources as far as, um, you know, the process of buying a home, um, if you, you're not sure which way to go or you want to, you know, be connected with people, email me, SharonPinkPromos at gmail.com or message me on Facebook, Sharon Pink Promotions on Facebook and Instagram, DM me, send me a message, whatever. If you just need to get, you know, ask some questions or some guidance or be pointed in the right direction, whatever, you guys can hit me up. I'm here for the support. I, I, I would love to help and hear about you know my supporters getting into their their homes for the first time it's an amazing feeling and I would love to be able to be a part of that but you know if you get if if, if anything I just wanted you guys to get from this um my testimony and know that it will happen for you if you stay focused on it if you stay in prayer and stay in faith about it and you ask God plainly what it is that you want he will make it happen for you but you can't push God you can't rush God you can't force the process let it happen when it's gonna happen and be okay with that be content that you know it's going to happen in its right timing because you're going to be put in the house that you deserve to be put in and nothing less than that. I'm a living witness to that. All right. So you guys, thank you for tuning in once again. Um, yeah, share this, share this. Someone, someone needs to hear this. Someone, this will put someone's mind at ease. You guys So share this 
um, this link on Facebook with your, your followers or on Instagram or retweet it for me. If you found it on Twitter, just, just share it because there's, there's some people that need to hear this. Um, all right, you guys, so I'm going to sign off as always, you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in until next time. Peace and blessings.